Circle History, and I'm here to ask you to choose your four, it's Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Welcome to the only podcast that takes a topic and constructs its own Mount Rushmore each and every episode. This show, we will be tasked with naming the Mount Rushmore of the WWF slash E, but first, let me welcome my co-host, Brian. What's up, guys? Okay, Brian, I gotta ask what wrestling t-shirt are you wearing today? Because I already know you're wearing a wrestling t-shirt, as am I, which is probably why we're doing a wrestling podcast. But what wrestling shirt are you wearing today? I am wearing the Royal Rumble t-shirt from Homage. Yeah. Yeah. Those are comfy. They're, yeah, they're comfy. I just got an ECW. Soft sti- is it soft style? It is soft oh. style, and I'm glad you brought that up, because I'm wearing a Macho Man Madness WCW 1998 shirt it's a reproduction, and it's printed on soft style because you can't wear a wrestling shirt unless it's soft style. You can't go back after you have soft style. I gotta disagree. Why? A uh, shirt's a shirt. The t-shirt's a t-shirt. Yeah, but if you're gonna be wearing it, say, X amount of hours throughout the day, it, and you're gonna be paying for it with your hard-earned money, it should be comfortable, don't you think? They are comfortable. Regular right. t-shirts are comfortable. Is that? That's, that's what's wrong with you millennials these days. Oh, here we go. Right <laughs> off the bat. No, everything has to be soft for you guys. You know? Well, yeah. Soft t-shirts. You know, yeah, soft, soft soap for my soft skin. Soft, soft feelings. That's, oh, <laughs> well, whatever. I'm glad you like your shirt. Which it, I like a hard, Ian. It's, well, that's very inappropriate. I like my shirts hard. Oh, you like your shirts hard. I do. I yeah, do. that's, eh, I don't know. I disagree with you. You gotta go with the soft style. But we're gonna save the t-shirt talk for another episode. Because this episode right here, the Mount Rushmore of WWF slash E, we actually had a pretty good response. Uh, We have 15 people that submitted their ballots. Uh, As always, we're going to go through these ballots, uh, list through list, to try to persuade us in our final decision on who belongs on the Mount Rushmore of the WWF slash E. And this week, reading our lists for us, we have the lovely and the talented Sarah. Hey. All right. Sarah, what wrestling shirt are you wearing today? I'm actually wearing the iconic purple Macho Man sunglasses shirt. All right. Is it soft style? I don't believe that it is, but I kind of agree with you with the soft styles, the way to go. You just said you couldn't tell the difference. Oh, I can tell You said, I believe it is. Well. That's a maybe in my book. No, it's definitely not soft style. It's not soft (laughs) style, but it's still soft. I know that's that's, that's a soft shirt. But it's not soft style. It's not soft so style. So that just my proves my point. What's style. the difference between soft style and a regular t-shirt? It's extra soft. Come on. <laughs> it's softer. <laughs> Are we ready for some stats? Well, all right. Well, b- before we get into the stats, before we get into a st- the stats, spoiler free, when you're looking at these stats, is there like a, you see like a trend? You notice like a trend here? Is there like a... Uh, one front runner above the rest of the pack or anything like that? I think you'll be surprised to see we have a tie. Oh, we have a tie. We do have a tie. All right, well, that is very interesting. With all that said, let's break ground on the construction of the Mount Rushmore of the WWF slash 
So first off, we have Pat R. from Fall River. All right, Pat R. from Fall River. That is one of our top supporters. He's also sitting in the room and does not want to be heard uh, on microphone. But we, we thank Pat R. from Fall River for being here with us. Now, I'm sorry, Sarah. Please continue. His Mount Rushmore includes Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Ultimate Warrior. All right, well, right off the bat, you have Hulk Hogan. It's really hard to deny uh, Hulk Hogan on a Mount Rushmore of WWF slash E. Uh, I think you can agree, Brian. Uh, he'll, he'll be there in the end. He'll be there in the he'll, end. Yes, he's definitely, definitely number one. And I'd like to think for most of most of the audience listening to um, a show of this genre, they probably grew up during the Hulkamania era, as I'm sure. I know I did. I, I, well, I think most of us have. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're a true wrestling fan these days, you definitely grew up in that era. A real wrestling fan grew up in that era. And they'll, they'll never be in 80s wrestling ever again. It'll never be duplicated. Well, maybe in the 2080s, but I don't <laughs> think we're going to be able to see that. But that'd be cool if they had like another Hulk Hogan then. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, Alright, so yeah, so Hulk Hogan. Uh, the second name on the list you said was The Undertaker. So, Undertaker, that's that's kind of hard to deny, too. I mean, well, first of all, let's go back to Hulk Hogan. Why do you think Hulk Hogan deserves to be on the Mount Rushmore of WWF slash E? If you're looking at longevity, if you're looking at making money, Hulk Hogan's there. All I right. think... Maybe now's a good time to, to decide what do you think the criteria should be for <laughs> for a Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I know, uh, I know why you're asking me this, because we were talking about it earlier. Yep. It's longevity to me, it's championships, it's making money, and... Yeah. You know, one of my guys is on the list is uh, all about making money, and we'll talk about him in a little bit. All right. If you want to continue with that all right. list. All right. So, all right. So we just had Hulk Hogan. He's there for the longevity. I'd say the same thing uh, about Undertaker as well, because uh, Pat R. dropped his name, and Stone Cold. You can't deny Stone Cold either uh, for changing the way we look at the the the, the top star, the top babyface. I mean, he was, uh, oh, baby face. <laughs> if anybody cares about the disaster artist or the room, that'd be awesome. Uh, anyway, um, and then the Ultimate Warrior, that's that's one. Let's discuss the Ultimate Warrior. How do you feel about the Ultimate Warrior being on the Mount Rushmore of the WWF slash E? I don't believe Warrior should be in there. No? Just, and why you know, not? Locker room presence. Yeah. He what? Well, what do you think locker room presence has to do with uh with a Mount Rushmore of these people? You have, not, you have to have the respect of your peers, right? Sure, but what about? I mean, do you think it makes a difference? Like what goes on in front of the camera? Because that's most of what all of what we're seeing is what in front of the camera. In front of the camera. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. What do you hear about the Ultimate Warrior? He was a, a, compl- he was negative, a complete two. A lot of negative things. How many championships did he win? World championships. One. One. That's it. All right. So you can't. Hey, I'm just playing Dolph, devil's Dolph Ziggler won a championship. Yes. You gonna put him up there? No. No. No, definitely not. But I think the one argument I can make for Ultimate Warrior is that all these years have gone by, and that short span of time that he was with the company, he's still remembered. Where we still talk about this guy. Yeah, but you're talking about top four people. Very good point. T- top four people is top four. I mean, is Ultimate Warrior in your top four? He's not in my. No, top not in yours. But no. I mean, everyone's got a different opinion. And I respect it, but I guess this whole, this whole topic, mm-hmm. this whole Mount Rushmore thing that we're doing here, is their opinion. Right. It's our opinion. Right. So someone's gonna not gonna make the cut. I don't believe Ultimate Warrior makes the cut. And with that said, let's get another opinion. Who is the second name on the list? We have Mikey from the streets, 
And uh, he agrees with Pat R, except for the Ultimate Warrior. His list comprises of uh, Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, in the exact same order as Pat R. Uh, but he, instead of listing The Ultimate Warrior, calls out Vince McMahon. Ah, uh, the mastermind behind everything. The master of puppets pulling the strings. He's on my personal list, but I probably shouldn't be giving you spoilers for that right now. Uh, Brian, is he on your personal list, Vince McMahon? He is. I mean, we talked about this the other day. Vince McMahon definitely on the list, and he's the uh, the guy I was talking about who likes to make the money. He made Hulk Hogan. There's people could say Hulk Hogan made him, and that's why they both belong on that list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, if you think about WWE, WWF, you have to think Vince McMahon first. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree with that. And not just that, but you have to put into consideration the fact, too, that seemingly overnight he became, he was an announcer that became the most hated person in the company um, and stayed in that position for years that followed. I mean, the guy knows what he's talking about. At certain times of his career, he knows what he's talking about and knows exactly what he's doing, but uh, performance-wise, I I think uh, he definitely belongs in a... Mount Rushmore. Oh, he's a former world champion, isn't he? Former world champion <laughs> in, in two organizations. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's more than the Ultimate Warrior had, isn't it? That, that is very true. That's <laughs> going to get a little bit of a heat uh, heat with us. Anyway, all right, so Sarah, who do we have? Who's the third person we heard from? Adam Jacksonville. He also votes for Hulk Hogan, but he diverges from the previous two uh, with his second choice, Macho Man Randy Savage. His third is Nature Boy Ric Flair, and followed up by John Cena. All right, so let's start with Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to deny. I mean, during that the the boom period of the WWF, I mean, you had Hulk Hogan at the top, but number two, undoubtedly, is Macho Man Randy Savage. I mean, iconic. Um, but does he belong on the Mount Rushmore? What do you think, bro? I don't think he. Be- if it was a top five, maybe. Yeah. Top six, six definitely, but yeah. top four all time. Randy Savage, I I can't go for that. And I think part of this too, in order to make this list, I mean, you gotta. I I mean, I'll say it right now. I mean, Macho Man is my personal favorite wrestler of all time. But when you're looking at something like this, I mean, he he was only the the top dog for what a year. Well, it goes back to the longevity. You know, he didn't. He uh, was he was there for a while. Yes, that's yep. long. But he wasn't top dog for a long time. No, and uh, so I think that that hurts him in a list like this. And speaking of a list like this, Nature Boy Ric Flair, that's uh, to to steal a phrase from a friend of mine. That's a little bit dicey because uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair made a name for himself in NWA, WCW. And WWF, he was kind of there for a cup of coffee. What do you think, bro? Well, yeah, WCW list definitely on there, no doubt. NWA list definitely on there, no doubt. But you can't put him on a WWE, WWF list. Yeah. He just wasn't there for uh, long, you know, for a while. Exactly, the longevity like you were talking about. And I think another, uh, another piece of criteria when judging who belongs on this list, too, is famous matches and famous moments. And for Ric Flair in WWF, I mean, I can probably name on one hand. He's there for name name recognition alone. Yeah, that's that's my opinion anyway. Yeah, especially that initial run. I mean, and even the second run that he had when he was older. Uh, I mean, I can really only no. think of the Shawn Michaels feud. I mean, maybe the McFoley feud too. As evolution, evolution in general. Yeah, 
Yeah, okay. Alright, and then John Cena. I mean, John Cena is the modern day version of a Hulk Hogan. Uh, right up there with Ric Flair. Uh, well, depends how many title reigns you want to consider Ric Flair to have. Uh, but John Cena, what do you think? Do you think he should be there? Definitely. That's uh, another one of my four. Whose list is this, Mike's? This? No, this is Adam and Jacksonville. That's Adam. Adam and Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. John Cena, definitely. People overlook him because people don't like him. I am 38 years old. Hulk Hogan was my hero. That's who I grew up on. You have little kids these days that John Cena's their hero. I know my son's seven years old. He loves John Cena. I get it. You gotta remember, people our age, when Hulk Hogan was popular with us, the older crowd hated him, and that's what's happening with John Cena. So, top four, I believe so. He's been there forever. He's made buku money. You know, he's probably made second most to The Rock, maybe. Yeah. And that's with movies. I think he he's probably made more in wrestling mm-hmm. than The Rock ever made in wrestling. Yeah, especially for being there now, eighteen years. I mean, the better part of eighteen years being the top guy, top draw. Uh, and like you were saying about, um, I mean, with uh, with the kids nowadays. I mean, geez, he's granted more Make a Wish wishes than anybody else in history. So that certainly has to count for something. Uh, let's see what else we have, Sarah. Next up, we have Jeffy from the Rave. We've got on his list Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, The Undertaker, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, so there we go again. We're you know we're gonna we're definitely going to see a lot of repeats uh, as this goes forward. I mean, like we said, Hulk Hogan. You know, now that we're thinking about it, Brian, what's uh, do you have a favorite Hulk Hogan match? <laughs> I do. You do? What's, I your, do. Favorite, what's I do. your favorite Hulk Hogan? Uh, Saturday night's main event: Hulk Hogan versus Paul Ondorf in the cage. Yep. Uh, what year was that? I'm not good with the uh, years. That was '87, beginning of '87. So I was five years old yeah. at the time, and when both feet hit at the same time, I was that was great. I never seen anything like it. Yeah. Um, still one of my favorite matches of all time. I can watch it over and over again. And Paul Ondorf was such a great worker. Um, it's it's sad he's not on the list, but it's four guys. Yeah. You I know. think if Paul Orndorff had had the handlebar mustache oh, back in the 80s, <laughs> I think he would be on this list. I mean, can you imagine Paul Orndorff on the Mount Rushmore with the Yosemite Sam yeah, uh, mustache? Twirling that wonderful mustache? That'd be great. Um, okay, so that's Hulk Hogan. I mean, for me, Hulk Hogan, God, Hulk Hogan's everything. Like that, that, that that's is, what I'm saying. That's wrestling. I mean, Hulk Hogan is wrestling. We can even just say it right now. There's no doubt whatsoever. We're gonna have Hulk Hogan on Absolutely. the Mount Rushmore of this. You list. have to, no matter what what your personal feelings are about him. You gotta put that aside. History is history. But you see what you see, what you're saying is, Hulk Hogan is wrestling to you. Yes. Kids who are our age who yes. grew up on John Cena, John Cena is wrestling to them. Yes. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, you're right. And there's you have the Attitude Era, Stone Cold. I'm sure Stone Cold is some some eras. Idol, you know that's yep. that's wrestling to them, but so even still, I mean, to this day, I mean, being Stone Cold, who doesn't want to be Stone Cold still to this day? Yeah. I don't know a lot of people that would necessarily want to be Hulk Hogan, you know, clanging and banging. And, uh, hey, that's a story for another <laughs> day. All right, so Jeffy, Jeffy from the Rib, that was that was a pretty stellar list right there. But let's let's hear who else we're we're speeding through these. Who do we have next? List number five. Danny and Dartmouth. He, again, unsurprisingly, Hulk Hogan comes in first, followed by Stone Cold Steve Austin, John Cena, and a new name to this we've heard uh, yet tonight, Bruno Sammartino. So Bruno Sammartino, that's that's a very 
controversial name I'm going to say. Uh, first, I'm going to ask you your opinion, Brian. What, what do you What do you think about Bruno San Martino being on the Mount Rushmore? If I had grown up in that era, maybe. I don't know enough about Bruno. I haven't seen a lot of his stuff. I mean, I've seen some of his stuff. You know, Piper in the Cage from Boston Garden, I, I believe it was. Um, yeah. It's, you know, from what I've seen, he looked good. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about him. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put him in there. Probably for the simple fact that I didn't grow up on him. Sure. I think um, one thing that I've noticed. I mean, I I definitely agree with you on that. Um, it's hard to judge Bruno San Martino when one we don't have. You know, we we don't have an abundance of footage to judge his run on. But it, it seems from everybody you hear that talks about Bruno San Martino, they they praise the guy. Um, but, and even when you. When you view his footage, it looks, it looks genuine. I mean, you see this this big hulking guy. He's not gonna go in there and you know chain wrestle you or anything. He's gonna he's gonna swing at you. He's gonna throw forearms. He's gonna throw fists at you. Um, he's gonna he's gonna give you the big bear hug and shake you around because that's who he is. That's who the guy is. And maybe maybe the people back then loved the authenticity of that. I don't know. What do you think? But that's just it. You know, we know the people who grew up on him loved him. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I couldn't really. Yeah. I couldn't really say that. Um, but it, how far back do we go? Like, do we say Pedro Morales? Do we say Buddy Rogers? You know, Gorgeous George. Yeah. We don't know enough about those guys to yeah. to say, hey, you know, they belong. But they belong on someone's list. Sure. Just not us, because, like I said, I don't have the research. I I never did the research on Gorgeous George. I never went back and saw a video on that. I just it doesn't interest me. Um, but you know. Like I said, they're on somebody's list, just not not mine. Yeah, and but kind of going back to what you're saying uh, with longevity, I mean, you have to put into consideration Bruno San Martino, his, his record-breaking title reigns, uh, a total of nearly 3,000 days uh, as the then WWWF champion. Uh, and that's another thing to consider, too. I mean, he was a champion during the territory days. Uh, it, it's not like the entire world had their eyes on the product like they do today. Um, we're going to have to put that into account as well. Um, but, hey. Is he on your list? Bruno? Yeah. Not my Mount Rushmore, no. no. Well, that's the only list. Well, no, but I got to, <laughs> hey, you know, I, I at least have to humor the idea that he made. No, absolutely. Like I said, I mean, everyone's got different opinions on this. That's what makes this great. Yeah. Um, and that's what makes, that's what sparks a good debate. It's, you know, everyone having different opinions. Some, you know, some on there more than the other, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it, everyone's got different opinions and that's what makes it great. Absolutely. And if, if anybody's wondering, uh, these, these first few episodes, you know, will be straight forward with you you know we know we don't have a large following so we reached out to people uh you know to uh to get their lists and their opinions on this topic but you know we hopefully we'll gain a following and we'll be asking more people's opinions for this uh, and leave leave a comment leave leave, leave your I, leave your four that's why it's called you know what's your four leave a comment and let us know and spark some debate on the comment section you know everyone can uh, everyone can have an opinion Pick your four. Pick your four. <laughs> All right. Who is the sixth person to submit their list to us? We have Steve-O from Connecticut, Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. Steve-O from Connecticut, Rhode Island. The funny story with that is he lives in Rhode Island, but he lives so far 
way in Rhode Island that it's so close to Connecticut. So he's Evo from Connecticut, Rhode Island. Anyway, what's who does he have on his list? So interestingly enough, we've made it five fans in. Yes. Everyone at least included Hulk Hogan on their list in some okay. form, mostly as the number one slot. However, our friend Steve-O, his Mount Rushmore, includes The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels, and Bret the Hitman Hart. No mention whatsoever of Hulk Hogan. All right. Right off the bat. Brian. Oh, come on. You know. Bret the Hitman Hart. I gotta know. What do you think about Bret the Hitman Hart? Not only being on the Mount Rushmore of the WWF slash E, but Bret the Hitman Hart in general. What is your opinion of of this this two time Hall of Famer? Brian hates Brett. Brian hates Brett. Brian hates Brett. Brian hates Brett. You know very well what my opinion is of him. I think he's the most overrated wrestler. Um, he has, it seems to me like he has no respect of the business whatsoever nowadays. He says he's the best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. He actually believes it. It's not just a gimmick, folks. If you listen to any interview with Bret Hart, he will talk about himself, himself only, how he made people, how he put everyone over, how they only had a good match because he was in it. If you watch any Hot Foundation match, folks, look out for the pin. I don't believe Bret Hart has ever taken a pinfall in a tag team match. I could be wrong. Yeah. But I don't know. I've never seen it. Ian, I know you're uh, you're a Bret Hart guy. I he. Well, I, I'll be honest. Bret Hart probably won't be in any one of my Mount Rushmore's. <laughs> I understand. Like I understand why Bret Hart's on the list. Um, I mean, I can. Jeez, I can probably name 10, 15 matches right off the bat of. Uh, of just legendary Bret Hart matches. I mean, he's he he's great. I mean, he's he, he's a legendary performer. At the same time, I absolutely understand the criticism for his post wrestling uh, life opinions, what but have you. You're kind of discrediting his his opponents. So was it yeah. a great match only because Stone Cold, well, because Bret Hart was in it? Stone Cold had nothing to do with that. Okay. You're right. No, Shawn you're Michaels right. had 50, nothing to do, yeah. to do with uh, their great matches. Yeah, you are right. It is 50-50. But not to him. I mean, if you listen wow. to him, he's a, it's 100% Bret Hart. Well, come on, give him a little bit of credit. At least 95-5. <laughs> <laughs> you think his brother Owen was uh, was calling those matches? And then we have uh, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. I mean, that that's a name that I'm surprised that took us six lists to get to. Now, with that being said, I don't know. He's on my Mount Rushmore, but, I mean, you can't argue it. I mean, the guy's probably had the best in-ring career out of anybody, anybody, ever. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't argue that. You know, um... Like I, I said, if the, if it was five, six, seven, eight, top ten, yeah. Shawn Michaels would be there. It's, it's tough. I mean, can you imagine us getting all the way to the end and saying we have to cut Shawn Michaels. the greatest in-ring performer... In my case, uh, I mean, Cut on the Taker, he's not on my top top four. That's, that's going to be interesting. And that's tough. That's going to be interesting. It's a tough I mean, how can, you, how can you not have Undertaker on the Mount Rushmore? I mean, just for the fact that 30 years, I mean, 30 years the Undertaker has been there. He's He might not have been the top guy, but he's 
he's been there. He's he's been in the scene. Uh, I I mean, if you ask me, that's got to be the greatest character of all time. And jeez, the, the the feuds, the feuds he's had, and even the matches with Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25, 26. I mean, that alone sets the guy, uh, you know, puts him in ahead of the pack. Yeah, no, I agree. Undertaker should be there, but unfortunately, like I said before, it's a top four. Oh boy, this is, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. How the heck are we going to figure this one out? All right, Sarah, who do you have next? Cashman from Plymouth. He votes for the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, Brett the Hitman Hart, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and Macho Man Randy Savage. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Now that he's, he's on the board here. Rowdy Roddy Piper, a lot of people are saying, or a lot of people have said, that he's the original villain. Um during the Vince McMahon era, when he took over for Vince Senior, uh, Hulk Hogan was your top, top uh, baby face, and Rowdy Roddy Piper was your top heel. Plenty of legendary moments. What do you think, Brian? If this was a top four WWE WWF heels, Roddy Piper would be number one. Yeah, but it isn't. Roddy Piper had no title reigns. Uh, he had no losses, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, that's, that's which I mean, how do you have no? Well, you know, he lost to Bret Hart, he lost the Intercontinental title to uh, yeah. to Bret Hart. But I mean, because you know, because it's Bret Hart. There you <laughs> go. There you go. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, Roddy Piper can't be a top four. Like I said, if it was top four heels, he would definitely mm-hmm. be on my list. Yeah, and another vote from the Macho Man. I'm, it's I think it really says something that you know Macho Man for being. I don't want to call Macho Man the B guy, but I mean the the second guy to Hogan during the arguably well, it's hard to say. I mean, is the rock and wrestling era was that a more profitable time period than the Attitude Era? I would say so. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Right, I well, mean, well, you gotta think they 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 didn't exactly sell out stadiums during. They uh, didn't, but the how Attitude much? Era. About, well, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, but no, they sure, were they were still selling out but, major buildings right, at the but, Georgia. But hold on, maybe they weren't making making what the attitude I was making because you didn't have a weekly show like Raw. Sure, you didn't, you didn't have SmackDown. You didn't have as as much exposure. Mm. So maybe yeah. you're right. The attitude I probably didn't did bring in more profit. But if wrestling was known like the attitude I was known yeah. in the '80s, then I firmly believe that the Rock and wrestling mm-hmm. it would have been would have made uh, just as much, if not more. And I'll tell you what, if we're wrong about that, I have no doubt in my mind that somebody is going to let us know that we are wrong. People thrive on that. Well, they're going to let us know we suck, too. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> right. I'm surprised I haven't got a comment today telling me I suck. <laughs> like, yeah, like right now. Yeah, someone, yeah. <laughs> someone's listening. The night says, is young. <laughs> you two are awful. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm preparing for that. All right, Sarah, who do we have next? Next we have Shep from Shepland. He votes for The Undertaker, Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, a new name to the, to uh, this episode, Andre the Giant, and the original Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers. All right, so we have Undertaker and Shawn Michaels again. People say Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. Again, WrestleMania 25, people say it's the greatest match of all time. So I'm not surprised to see those two names on there, but Andre the Giant, the I'd say the first larger-than-life attraction of... Uh, WWF slash E. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, what do you think about Andre? I think he should be there, but he didn't make my cut. Yeah. Andre had one title reign, 
he wasn't even the real champion. Yeah, barely. It's, uh, it was bought by Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase! You know. <laughs> I'll give you your title! <laughs> and he didn't win it fairly. Worldwide wrestling for the Worldwide wrestling for the Everybody want a peanut? And if, um, like, I, like I said before. If I can hear Pat R. from Fall River from here. Wow. <laughs> If you're if you're talking about a top four Rushmore of feuds, yes, Hogan Andre is there. Yeah, you know, but unfortunately, we're not. That's not our topic for today. Nope. Maybe a topic for another day. Absolutely. But I mean, and another uh, another name from the past, uh, Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. That's we're talking about the first champion here. The the guy that kind of uh, led the pack when Vince Senior decided to secede from the NWA. Uh, mm, this is this is a tough one. Have you ever watched a full Buddy Rogers match? And that's exactly what. For one, yes. Uh, but two, I, I haven't. I'll just show you one. I no, see, I'm good though. That's Haystacks, Calhoun. You know, that's I'm all set. No, no, I, I I couldn't get into that. Right. Well, I was in cool black though. and white. Yeah, of course it's in black, it's in black and, and white. I can't you see, and they didn't have the guardrails back then. They just had like these little ropes, right. so everybody was pressed up against the ring. But Haystacks Calhoun falls out of the ring, and you see these people like dodging out of the way. Was it like how Joaquin fell through a rope? So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that hey, that's a topic for a Mount Rushmore. Like What's the, it? The, the, the funniest botches or the funniest that is pretty mistakes good, yeah. or that. whatever. Yeah, we'll have it, it's, it's limitless. That's the beauty of it. It is. Um, so, yeah, Nature Boy Buddy Rogers, uh, again, I understand why he's on there for historical purposes, but on the Mount Rushmore. And, I mean, if we're going to split hairs here, he was the first champion, but he really only wrestled 1963. Right. Um, and when you say... You know Mount Rushmore of WWE. I don't, I don't. He doesn't come to mind. Yeah. At all. Like, no. But that's just me. Yes. All right. All right. Well, let's keep the ball rolling here. Who do we have next, Sarah? Mike the Wolverine. After a few uh, Rushmores departing from Hulk Hogan being on the list, he returns. Hulk Hogan, followed by Undertaker. Another vote for Bruno Sammartino and Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were mentioning before. You know. Now that we're getting. Closer towards the end here, we are going to uh, have a lot of repeats here. Um, let's just keep rolling. Who do we have uh, next? Bobby on the Beat. His Rushmore uh, is comprised of Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker, and another Bruno San Martino. Yeah, again with the Bruno San Martino. Um, I really wish the network. Uh, I know that they've been, you know, they've been putting together a lot of compilations, uh, things of that sort lately. Break out like a six-hour Bruno. Set. I, I, you know, I might fall asleep, but you know what? I'm gonna give it a shot. I want to see it, and I'm not saying that out of disrespect. I just, if I sit down and you know watch wrestling for a long, long period of time, but usually at night, and I yeah, fall asleep. My see, people like you, you know, you guys are nuts. You'll do that stuff. Oh, I love that. Um, like love people that. like my father's age. Yeah. That's you know, I'm sure Bruno is that's his guy. Yeah. I don't think people my father's age really have the network, yeah. unless they have children or kids living at home or you know, and. People who have the network, what was the age group? What's the age range? Do you know? Uh, offhand, I don't know. <clears throat> probably to like about 48 years old. Yeah. Or so. Yeah, I think. Maybe 45. Sure. So, I don't know. I don't know if a Bruno thing would work on the network. Hey, I mean, the they have the footage, though, so why not just put it on there? You're exactly. Right. And I don't understand what the weight is on some of this footage. I mean, I'm, I'm waiting for some of, like, the uh, WCW Saturday nights to go up. And it's it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Hey, but back to Bruno San Martino. Uh, I'm going to steal a line from Taz here. Not for nothing. 
But uh, doesn't the Bruno San Martino LJ in action figure kind of look like Al Bundy from Married to Children? That's a shoot, brother. That's a shoot. <laughs> All right, who do we have next, Sarah? The LJN Whisperer, Zorro Mendez. Zorro Mendez. Zorro Mendez is your source if you are looking for LJNs. I didn't even know that he was up next, so that's a really, really good segue. But, um, yeah, look up Zorro Mendez on uh, Instagram. And, really, if you're looking for uh, mint condition LJNs out of the package, in the package, if you have the money, go for it. He's a good dude. All right, who did he put? Uh, unsurprisingly, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and for the first time, The Rock. Wow, alright, so 11 lists, and now we're finally getting down to The Rock. Uh, the first thing I noticed with this list is, you have Hogan and Savage, then you have Austin and Rock, arguably two of the biggest rivalries in the company's history. Um, but The Rock, are, are you surprised to see The Rock mentioned this late? Uh, this late, yeah, definitely. Um, because just uh, you know, people love The Rock. He's a he's a good guy. He's charismatic. You know, you never hear anything bad about The Rock. Future president. Um, maybe future president. Who knows? You'll have to beat Kanye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, The Rock. The Rock definitely again top ten maybe. Yeah. Um, top four, not for me. I and, wonder why, and there's probably a very good explanation for this, but I wonder why Mount Rushmore was only four presidents. Well, it should be five. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, after, why? after 2020. Uh, yeah, the oh, election. boy. Uh, it should all be All right, five. let's keep this list moving. <laughs> all right. What do we have, Sarah? Next up, we have Daz Sedge Customs in Great Britain. Oh, yes, Daz Sedge Customs. He makes these awesome... Uh, Brian, do you remember the old Hasbro, WWF Hasbro action figures? Which ones are those? Oh, you know, the cool <laughs> ones, the really awesome ones that you're probably looking at right now. Um, I cool never liked those, Ian. You know, I know I you don't. You're those. an LJN guy. Yeah, I am an LJN guy. You and there's nothing wrong with that. You couldn't really do anything. I mean, I guess any action figure you really can't do much with. But I'm looking at them right now and, you know... Like all right, Bushwhacker Butch. If you if you look at that Hasbro figure, what do you what kind of moves are you gonna do with that? Besides maybe a DDT, you know, I don't think Let you have your a DDT. Run wild. No, I just you what know are you I, could, I didn't one like. Position? You're right, but I just you know, it goes back. I'm I'm a very biased person. Yeah. I, I go with what I know. Yeah. I played with the LJNs. <laughs> but point being, this Daz Sedge, check him out on Instagram. He miraculously made these uh, double the size Hasbros they're referred to as two-ups which uh, are production samples um, now th- those, these of course are not the production samples right. they're like uh, replicas of that but man these, but those are really these cool. are beautiful they're really really beautiful. cool anyway so who and I know that he's from Great Britain so let's get uh, let's get the opinion of somebody from across the pond from us uh, who did who did uh, Daz Sedge have on their list He's got Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, a callback to Pat R's list from the very beginning, The Ultimate Warrior, and The Rock. So The Rock and The Warrior making a big impression in Great Britain. I'm actually kind of surprised Bret Hart wasn't on that list. Why the Brits like Bret Hart? I, I feel like Bret Hart is is a hero to many people. In uh, Great, yeah, maybe in Canada. In, well, Canada, Europe. Parts of Asia, perhaps. Well, you have some small. There are some smart people everywhere. I'm sure <laughs> there are some smart people out in in the UK, and those people will know that Bret Hart does not make the list. You He's, know, yeah. I I met I've met Bret Hart on more than one occasion. I'm sorry. And 
And he was, he's, he was like, great guy every time. Every time I met him. Now, granted, I'm not wrestling Because him. he wanted your money. You are probably in line yeah. to get an autograph. Okay, all right. Possibly on your back. Maybe, um, possibly, <laughs> possibly. But no, I mean, that that's why. I mean, what's he going to do? You're, you're paying the guy for an autograph. What's he going to do? Shoot you away? Say, hey, you know, thanks for coming. You know who was really nice was uh, one time I went to an independent show and uh, Tito Santana was there, mm-hmm. and he had, like, his briefcase, like, full of gimmicks and 8 by 10s and all that stuff, but I, I ran up to him with, like, a ticket stub and asked him to, to sign, sign it. Ticket stub. And, like, he, he did, like, a heavy exhale, because yeah. he was like, oh, <laughs> five bucks right there. But he did, he signed it, so right. go Tito. Okay, who do we have next? Canadian Stoner Rock Band, The Naked High. On their list, they've got The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, and... Right, the of course, they're from Canada. There it is. Yep, and uh, the Naked High, awesome, awesome stoner rock band. It's like uh, if Alice in Chains and Pantera had a baby, it'd probably be be kind of like the Naked High. I'm surprised Jacques Rougeau and Dino Bravo weren't on that list. <laughs> or you know, okay, here's a name that I, that I'm surprised wasn't on anybody's list, and I've got a reason for it, but I'm gonna say it and see what you think. Chris Jericho. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy accomplished everything. Yep. Everything there is to accomplish. Uh, well, he didn't win a Royal Rumble or win a King of the Ring. So maybe he didn't accomplish everything. But still. Enough. Enough to make incredible to, to be there. But And it's funny because I wouldn't put... Is he on your four? He's not on my Mount Rushmore for WWF slash E. But I would put some heavy, heavy consideration uh, for him all time. All time on the all time rush. Is he in your WCW Rushmore? No. no is he in not. your ECW Rushmore? No. Maybe well, in your in your AEW Rushmore. Well, yeah. So how are you going to put someone in your Rushmore? <laughs> because he's been around all time, but you're talking about all time. I Rushmore. understand that, but he's been around. He's been around for so long. He's accomplished so much. Uh, I mean, the accolades alone and the longevity, you, like you were right, saying earlier. Right, right, right. But let me let me just put it to you like this. Wouldn't you then put maybe? If he's not in any of one of your Mount Rushmore's for companies, I understand. Wouldn't you put your number one of each company in your Mount Rushmore? So let's say let, let's just say Hogan is your WWE Rushmore. Okay. Flair is your NWA Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Um, Sting WCW Rushmore. Okay. And what about ECW? Who's going ECW? The hardcore legend Terry Funk. No, but probably RVD. RVD. All right. So, yeah. and I, you know, it's tough to agree with that. Taz, original. Taz. That's for you, Pat. I know you're a huge Taz guy. I am not, brother. But uh, yeah. So, wouldn't you put your like number ones from each company in your all-time Rushmore? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. No. How? Because, That's no, because I can think that say. All right. So if I'm doing the all-time list. Maybe I think, okay, maybe I think that Sting is the number one WCW, definitely deserves to be up there. But I wouldn't put him on my all-time because he wasn't in WWF or E during that time. He wasn't in the number one company at all. Uh, I can't, I I couldn't put him in my all-time Mount Rushmore, but I could absolutely put him in WCW Mount Rushmore. I probably should have said that the other way around, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Uh, But, uh... Yeah, no, no, that's, that's, I stand by that, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there, right? I guess so, I guess so. I don't think I gave enough uh, praise to the Naked High. Um, I know they just came out with a new LP, and their first one I listened to 
constantly still. But who do we have next? Next up, we have Aaron Screaming Bullseye Fowler. On his list, he's got Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and John Cena. Alright, so, Screaming Bullseye. This guy makes these absolutely incredible statues. Um, he's known for these ECW ones. Uh, I just got some ECW ones. Oh, those, those, that right there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, the ones that you thought were uh, like wine were, toppers. Were like wine stoppers. Port, yeah. Stoppers. Uh, well, no, because the, the pictures you sent out. Um, they looked a lot smaller than what they are, but these things are actually... Don't tell people that. They're pretty... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, ba- the base does look like a, like a wine cork. Right, on some of them. Yeah. But the, the uh, statues are a lot bigger than I thought. Yeah. When they, I got here, I was, I was surprisingly... Uh, I was surprised. They're impressive, and he's, he's, got a, he's got a few coming up soon. Like, I know he's he's got a Brian Pillman that's going to be coming out that I cannot wait to get. Um, all right, so... Did we, uh, yeah, yeah, he, we named his, we named his people. Yes, he had Hulk Hogan, he had The Undertaker, Stone Cold, John Cena. That's a pretty solid list right there, I gotta say. And I know we have one more submission. Who do we have? Our final is Hunter Ellen R., the original Nature Boy Buddy Rogers, Nature Boy Ric Flair, Bret Hart, and Eddie Guerrero. So we have the two Nature Boys on there. We have another vote for Bret Hart, and we have Eddie Guerrero on the board. Um, you know, Eddie Guerrero, in such a short amount of time, was able to accomplish a lot. I don't know if I would put him on the Mount Rushmore. Uh, I would put him on a few Mount Rushmores, but definitely not on this Mount Rushmore. Uh, do you agree Agree with me on that? Bro? I do, I do. Um, like Eddie, great performer, always kept you entertained. Um, matches were... Some matches were flawless. He had his match with Lesnar and Angle. Those two matches Classic. were great. Um, but the one with the psychology, I'm like, how could you beat Eddie Eddie Guerrero's psychology? Untying that boot throughout that whole match with getting Angle. looser and looser and looser. Yes. And then all of a sudden, just popping the foot out. It's his psychology was second to none. Um, maybe you know, Mount Rushmore of psychology. Yeah, there you um, go. That's but good. not the top. Four in WWF WWE. Okay. Not for me anyway. I'm sure it's obviously it's somebody's and Absolutely. it's going to be other people's. Hunter LNR last name redacted. All right. So here here's something fun. Now so we have 15 opinions from people. Now we're going to make a 17, Brian, because we need to say who are on our personal Mount Rushmores for this topic. Uh, I'm going to give you the honors. Who is on your Mount Rushmore for the WWF slash E? Well, number one is, um, like, number one period to me. Vince McMahon, just because of who he is, the chairman, the owner, he put this thing together. He had, you know, the guts to break away from the territories. I mean, yeah, maybe he stole a lot of guys from the AWA. He stole a lot of guys from a lot of territories. But he was smart enough to do it. He had the money to do it. Um, and he took a big risk. He could have, he, he put it all on the line for this company. And uh, that's my number one. Number two is Hogan. The amount of money he made for Vince McMahon and the company. Maybe they made each other. I don't know. Number three to me would be Stone Cold. Um, head of the Attitude Era. It goes back to, to me, is who made an era. So Hogan made the Golden Era. Sure. Austin made the Attitude Era, which was a transition from, I don't know, maybe an in-between of a bridge 
year, so to speak. Yeah. Would be between the Golden Era and the Attitude Era. Sure. They were kind of in a lull. Yeah, you can't forget the new generation. New right. generation era. That wasn't great. Headed by... Mount well, Mabel. Mabel. <laughs> King Mabel. We can't forget I his, mean, his reign of terror. Well, I'm, you know, and then my last guy is John Cena, who ushered in the, uh, what was it, the Ruthless, Ruthless Aggression, Aggression era, and into where we are today. I mean, it's not, the product isn't great today, in my opinion. I mean, I used to love wrestling, I used to live for wrestling. Now I like wrestling, my son loves wrestling, so I'm kind of where my father was at my age, yeah. with me, um, so I watch it because of him. But it's common ground, like I said, the product isn't what it used to be. But to him, this is going to be his era. Sure. It's always going to be somebody's era, so down the road, Hulk Hogan may not be in his Mount Rushmore when he gets older. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right you know? that. But yeah, I mean, so John Cena, just for ushering in the Ruthless Aggression era, and a new era period, 16-time world champion, to me, he has to be there. He's made money hand over fist. That's that's my opinion. So, Fitzik Man, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, and John Cena. All right. That's that's a pretty solid list. For me, you gotta have Vince McMahon on there. Vince McMahon, I feel, is the reason why wrestling went in the direction that it did, and the reason why WWF slash E was the last company standing amongst all the rubble when everything else got bought up or faded away. So Vince McMahon definitely belongs on there. Uh, his top draw, Hulk Hogan has to be on there. We discussed that ad nauseum already. Uh, third person, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You can't deny the amount of money Stone Cold Steve Austin made for that company. And in such a short span of time to accomplish what he did to become the household name that he became, uh, definitely Stone Cold. And now the fourth name on the list. Well, I agree with you that John Cena made a hell of an impact when it comes to longevity, when it comes to title reigns, and everything, but I think sometimes you have to consider some of the competition that he had. I think you have to consider the the era that he was uh, the top guy in. Uh, I feel like John Cena, in a similar way, I kind of put Cena in the same category as Bruno in the sense that yeah he's there yeah he's accomplishing big things people love him but I don't know if if he's you know above all of these other names because the fourth name on my list is The Undertaker uh, 30 years of being relevant 30, 30 years of more or less being uh, the same character kind of uh, you know he wasn't dead for a little while then he was dead again and uh, all that. So yeah. So um, yeah. Vince Hogan, Austin, Undertaker. That's my Mount Rushmore. But now what we have to do is we have to look at the results of everything. So Sarah, please, 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 can you please hit us with the statistics? Certainly can. Um, prior to your votes, uh, Hulk Hogan and the Undertaker came in at a tie with ten votes each. Followed by Stone Cold Steve Austin with nine. Macho Man Randy Savage coming up wow. in fourth with five votes. Um, tied for with four each was the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels and Bret the Hitman Hart. Uh, three three votes for John Cena. Three also for Bruno San Martino. 
Two for the Ultimate Warrior, The Rock, Ric Flair, and Body Rogers. And the honorable mentions include Vince McMahon, Andre the Giant, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and Eddie Guerrero. So what do we think here, Brian? Are we are we happy with the, with the list of well, Hulk Hogan, Undertaker, Stone Cold, and Macho Man as a Mount Rushmore? I think everybody's entitled to their own opinions, no matter how wrong they are. <laughs> My list is the only one that counts anyway. Um, no, but in all seriousness, I think people are uh, omitting John Cena only because of how they feel about him personally. I mean, personally, they don't even know the guy. <laughs> but, no, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they'll, uh, they'll watch and they'll boo Cena. They'll love when he comes out to boo. I bet it's, if, you, if you pulled 10 to 14-year-olds... Mm-hmm. John Cena would be on that sure. every time. You know, um, we didn't get a single vote for Roman Reigns. Yeah, well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> we have to wait for them to grow up. <laughs> that's true. No, yep. but no, but you're right. You're, you're right. absolutely <laughs> right. And that's why you know this is a. I, I don't know. I like this topic, and um, I guess Mount Rushmore has been a hot topic between a lot of people recently. Yeah, it seems. And like I mean, I guess that's why we're trying to uh, to do the podcast. I mean, sure. It's a, it's a popular. Absolutely. Um. All right. So, with that said, Sarah, could you please repeat for us the top four names on this Mount Rushmore list? Because this is the Pro Wrestling Rushmore, Mount Rushmore of WWF slash E. Sarah, take it away. Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah. So. With all that said, I want to thank everyone that contributed to this week's list. Give us a follow on Instagram at square.circle.history. Subscribe to us on YouTube, support the brand, and spread the word. So for Brian... Be nice, people. It's our first episode of Working Out the Kinks. <laughs> and for Sarah... See you later. This is Ian signing off from Pro Wrestling Rushmore.